Welcome to Escaping Purgatory, a podcast where we rewatch Supernatural, then talk it through in the hopes that we can finally escape this show. Join us each week and leave comments on upcoming episodes, and together we can escape Supernatural Purgatory. Hi! Hello. Oh, we said that at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, I have a question. Yeah. Do you have a nice night problems? And a bitch ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get the. I get. I get the episode title. Now. <laughs> really? You didn't click the four. It really didn't. Like, oh yeah, the whore of Babylon. <laughs> she's the problem. Oh no, she's not the the problem. Wait, yeah, yeah. That's she's always the bitch. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, this episode's okay. It it gets us where we need to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, as my intro implied, we are. This was uh, season five, episode seventeen, ninety nine problems, written mm-hmm. by Judy Siege and written uh, and directed by Carl Beeson. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's some, there's some really good lines in this. Yeah. Cass acting, chef kiss. Yes. Feels yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I kind of wish that the whore was a man. Yeah, me too. Like, I wish it had been. I wish the whore of Babylon had been the pastor, and mm-hmm. then. His daughter had to kill him. Does that sound as awful? No, that sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> I think you're doing better. I don't know. Like, it's just too predictable. Though I will say, the woman who plays her did a really good job of, like, seeming really, like, sweet and innocent at the beginning of this episode. And then there's something in her facial expression that really subtly changes. Like, it's very subtle. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, she's... I like unhinged and evil. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's just good acting. And it wasn't the like mirror scene where her face gets all like demony. No. It was, wet. It was before eyes. that. Yeah. It's like, got like sharp die. eyes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I like this one. I'm mm-hmm. I don't know. There is a bit I think the problem with this episode is a bit boring in the middle yeah and like you you said it's a little predictable mm. um for rewatch i don't know if maybe when you watched it the first time around not so bad but like i feel like the the reveal and halfway through the episode from Cass that she's not a prophet mm-hmm. like came too soon like, I feel like we should have seen it on screen first. And then he says that he has, like, all the prophets seared into his brain. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, Yeah, it's a weird reveal. But, like, I appreciate it needed cast there. I don't know. It, it is a weirdly paced episode. I, I think it's okay. That That's as much as I can say about it. I think it's okay. Like, the actual storyline's, like, not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you what I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to get that last scene in and they, so they had to like hurry up mm-hmm. the main part of the plot. But what makes that last scene really, really weird 
is like, why is she there? Like, why is Lisa there? Like, there's been no mention of her in like two seasons. And like, this is, I feel like this is, they've gotten the green light for season six. So like, mm. oh crap, what are we going to do in season six? Yeah. Like, we know, we know Sam's not going to be there mm -hmm. at the beginning, at least. So we need to give Dean like a partner. Yeah. And why it couldn't have been Cass, I don't know. Like, I, I'm talking partners and like someone else on screen, like not like a mm -hmm. romantic partner. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just, it was weird. I mean, Supernatural does this, you know, they pick someone from a bar back season just to plonk them in mm -hmm. <laughs> for a little bit. Um, so, but it's just, it's just bizarre that they're setting this up, knowing that they're going to go into a season six. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say something. Oh, no. Well, I don't know. It's not, I don't think this is that controversial. I actually, I kind of like the Dean Lisa thing. Like, I get it. I, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm, I'm just saying it's oddly like it's completely out of the blue like this whole time he's been giving up he hasn't said that he wants to find love or anything like we had that weird part in the last episode or last, no the episode before mm. um what's the last i don't remember now <laughs> what episode am i talking about um the zombie episode yeah dead men don't wear played yes that one um you know, we had Karen saying to Dean, like, you don't know what love is. And then suddenly now he's like, oh, I found love. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I do. I understand what you mean about, about season, them going into like season six with like setting him up for someone um, without Sam. Um, it's almost like, the thing is, right, <laughs> if... <laughs> If Supernatural had ended in season five, like mm. originally planned, Dean would have had this like happy domestic ending, right? Well, so that's, that's what I mean. I don't know if this was planned. I don't know if like he was supposed to go, like, I don't know what it would have been instead. Mm. But to me personally, I feel like it wasn't, it was literally just a setup for season six. Like, Let me if get season Eric six Kripke wasn't on the phone. <laughs> oh, he's, he's not taking my calls anymore i'm sorry oh, okay. you can say i promise it's about the boys not supernatural <laughs> um that's a good question and um, that's a good convention question um let's ask it like someone who goes so was the relationship with lisa always going to happen in season five or was it only because you got renewed like do you know that's a good that's a good question mm -hmm. um yeah we'll talk about more of that at the end I, I yeah i have thoughts and feelings about about it I awesome do. yeah <laughs> um so i guess we can jump into it let's do it and uh unless you got i mean yeah we've always basically thought about the entire the middle and the end. I don't think we talked about the beginning of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Nobody minds. Yeah. No, I don't think so. 
Um, so we start with the recap of Lisa's introduction mm-hmm. um, and a little bit of the Changeling episode. I don't remember what episode that was, but pre- that was the last episode we saw her in. Yeah. Uh, we also then get Cass's um, beginning of the search for God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we also get last week's episode where Joshua may have lied to the Winchesters. We don't know. Yeah. Um, about, you know, it's not, he, God is saying it's not his problem. And then Cass also saying, maybe Joshua lied. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And then Sam pleading with Dean that, you know, they'll find a way. Mm. Which, will they? Who knows? <laughs> so it, it comes in hot. They mm-hmm. are chasing away from something. We don't really know what it is. Um, Sam looks like he's pretty injured um, in the arm, at least. Uh, And then they end up with, like, in front of this burning wall across the blockade. I don't... It's not clear as to why this road is blocked off, but it is, and they can't get any further. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they kind of... They're rescued by some like random people yeah. don't know who they are but they have like this massive truck that has like water in it and they're spraying people spraying all these people down you realize it's demons they're mm-hmm. running after them um and they start to like they can sort of insta kill them with the, or ex- in, insta in, exercise them yeah you know they say a couple Enochia words and they smoke out um, so the boys are saved. Huzzah. Yeah. Uh, and they get like introduced to some people and they introduce themselves as the Sacrament Lutheran Lutheran Militia. I can't yeah. say that. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, I hate to tell you this, but those demons, those were demons and this is the apocalypse. So buckle up. <laughs> and they, they both look like kind of surprised that these people, like these normal looking people are like, all for this yeah apocalypse situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're not even like phased by it so sam and dean sort of introduce themselves and say like you know we do this too yeah and um they want to they want to help yeah know, this whole because they're sam and dean of course they want to help mm-hmm. um so they end up going to the church that's yeah. there and we meet a kid and her and his mother and then we're introduced to pastor gideon who is doing a wedding and it's the eighth one this week like how long has this town been under like lockdown for the apocalypse (laughs) i've just realized that this so this obviously like opens with a wedding i feel like the wedding almost like entered the psyche more than we realize oh yeah Mm -hmm. because this is what's happening in this episode, right? Because it's the end of the world. And I mean, this happens during like wartime as well and stuff, doesn't it? Like people get married because, mm-hmm. you know, you want to be legally be there that you were together. So he thinks this is the end. So that's why mm-hmm. he goes to Lisa. And also, like, the the timeline in this is kind of all a little bit all over the place. Obviously... Mm-hmm. The, the prophet in this, Leah, 
she is saying it's going to be like soon. Yeah. I feel like Sam and Dean talk about it being within months. Yeah, I think so. But it sounds like it's actually more likely within like weeks. Yeah. We're, it's the end times. Like we're getting down to the wire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you, and we know that Supernatural doesn't really tell us what time is. <laughs> no, right, yeah. It doesn't exist in Supernatural, so. <laughs> so it could have been literal months or, but I mean, the fact that Dean has run off mm-hmm. at the end of this means that it's definitely like, I would say in Supernatural time, probably within two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So then the crowd's all happy because it's a wedding. Mm-hmm. And then we get like a little conversation between the pastor, Pastor Gideon and Sam and Dean. And um, they're talking about monster, like demon hunting. Mm-hmm. And he introduces them to the rest of the town. And they're like, basically they're doing what Sam and Dean used to do mm-hmm. as children. There's like, there's kids like packing bullets and assault rounds and stuff like that. And Dean asks, so a 12 year old is packing salt rounds and the pastor says, everybody pitches in the whole church he's like no the whole town <laughs> i love this line from dean whole town full of hunters i don't know whether to run screaming or buy a condo <laughs> he would run screaming i mean he did so not screaming necessarily but he did run again like i wonder how much this reminds him of when he got thrown forward in time of like seeing civilians True. around like having to it i think again this also convinces him that the end is close by seeing mm-hmm. people actively engaging demons in this way yeah it's all just coming together <laughs> and it is such a contrast to um the second episode of this season where they mm-hmm. go they are in another town and they're fighting each other because of war yeah um but you know those people were a bit more hesitant to pick up a gun and like defend themselves because in the church i didn't mention mention this but at the wedding in the church you see all these people with shotguns they're all like armed like Mm -hmm. they're ready to go at any minute whereas the other town which was divided you know the people didn't want to get involved and they were terrified whereas this this whole town is prepared yeah so sam asks, why have you not called the national guard and the the pastor says because we're told not to and um dean says you know you've got this place locked and loaded um and an exorcism in Enochian, someone's telling you something. Mm-hmm. And then we meet Leah, which is his daughter, and she knows who they are. She says, it's Sam and Dean Winchester, they're safe. I know all about them. Mm-hmm. If you were a prophet and the <laughs> angels were talking about Sam and Dean and all that they've done and all they're supposed to do, would you not freak the hell out? <laughs> Yes. Like Kevin. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking Kevin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Kevin has the better reaction to like seeing them, right? So, yeah. yeah. But I, maybe that's why we should know something's off. But also, we don't know a whole lot about prophets yet. So No, we've <sighs> only met Chuck, and Chuck thought he was writing a book. Yeah. So, he did freak out. <laughs> he, he did freak out, but in a different way. And, like, he was... Uh, the town drunk and as we know in supernatural the town drunk doesn't get believed that's true Um, yeah yeah well she says that she gets her messages from uh the angels and not to worry because they can't see you because of the marks on your ribs doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you still can't pray up to them and bring them down but 
All right. How does she know about that? The ribbed markings. That's a good point. Is it just common knowledge between angels and demons that they can't be found because Cass did something, like marked them up? Well, yes, I think think so. Okay, Um, I'll I'll accept it. Because we all know they're gossips. they got nothing else to do. <laughs> I know, but you would have thought, like, Cass would keep that secret. But maybe they can, like, sense... Maybe when they're close, they can, like, sense... Sense it. Yeah. And also, this that might be the, the only permanent way to stop them from finding them. So, like, it's something that all the angels know can be done. Yeah. <laughs> I still love, like, what's it say on their ribs, like property of Castiel, like only Castiel can perceive these humans, like back off. (laughs) (laughs) Though he can because they have to call him every time to find (laughs) (laughs) him. So she says that she's a prophet. And they show me where the demons are going to be before it happens. How to fight back. Never been wrong. Not once. Very special. And Dean says before you get something, you get a migraine and flashing lights. And he's, they say that, you know, that he's not, the, she's not the first prophet that they've come across, but you're the cutest. And like, there's kind of a little moment there where the pastor gives a look. <laughs> Hitting on her in front of her dad? <laughs> Who is a pastor. <laughs> Choices, Dean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I mean that with total respect, of course. <laughs> So it's a it's a little bit later on, and we hear Cass's voicemail message, <laughs> and it's like I don't understand why. Why do you want me to say my name when there's like random buttons that are being hit? And so we're seeing Sam's face during all of this, and he's like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> it's yeah. Like, so Sam and Cass have such some really like cute moments in this episode, where mm-hmm. I don't know, like. You can see them becoming more friends. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so he leaves a, a voice message and um, tells them where they are and that they could use some help. So they haven't forgotten his number. <laughs> 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 Dead true. men don't wear plaid. They could have uh, could have helped on that one. <laughs> like... Th- Whatever. They could ring Cass in so many circumstances, but they don't. I just, I'm over it. Like, every single episode from now on where he's not in, I'm like, well, they could have called Cass, but couldn't they? Like, there's no reason why they couldn't have called Cass. Exactly. Apart from when he's dead in purgatory, but shh, we haven't talked about that yet. Don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in, in the bar, the bartender's talking with Sam, and he says, and the bar is really full, and the bartender, Paul, says, um, since the end started, it's been like one last call. Do they ring a bell in America like they do in the uh, UK? You know, I have never... No, I have no clue. I have no clue. Well, for Americans, if you go to a pub and it's like, last orders, they ring a bell at the bar and go like, last orders! <laughs> and they all just sort of leave. Because no one really gets yeah. orders in. <laughs> no, you're you're already pretty much done at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Dean comes over, asks if he got a hold of Cass. Um, he says he left a message, and they're sort of theorizing why this, why there's so many demons in this mm-hmm. area, 
And they're like, well, they're probably going to go after the prophet. Yeah. And Sam's kind of annoyed because the angels are using humans as like cannon fodder, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Cannon fodder. And uh, Dean's really apathetic in this whole entire episode. He's like, yeah. so? Mm-hmm. I guess what was what Pamela said to him in the last episode is starting to affect him a little bit. Like, because she was saying how heaven was actually like like a nice place to be and like not to worry about it like mm-hmm. you know yeah okay the planet's gonna be wiped but like they're gonna come here anyway so just let it happen um because dean says you know we're, we're all gonna die sam in like a month or two maybe two mm. um this is the end of the world in fact they're running to the exits in an orderly fashion i don't know that that's such a bad thing and so i'm like who says we're all gonna die <laughs> This is the beginning of a pattern for Dean when they start to get near the end of the world or like something bad's going to happen or like the big bad's going to win because it happens like every now and then. That he kind of has this pattern of like depression about it and then mm-hmm. sort of self-sacrifice. Like, well, okay, well, I guess I guess I'm going to have to be the one and I'll, you know, to, right. to save the world. Like, and it's going to involve me dying somehow. Like, Oh dear, like that's such a bad thing. Like it's actually terrible, like his self-destructive nature. Mm-hmm. And I would, I would, it doesn't even start here. Like, oh, <laughs> like obviously he made the deal um, mm-hmm. to save Sam. But I felt like he did at least regret that afterwards. Like after he made it, he was like, oh yeah, what it actually means to go to hell and die. But mm-hmm. now he's like, well, heaven doesn't seem so bad. So, yeah. Um, but he didn't regret his decision until mm-hmm. the very end of season three. That's true. Before that, he was like, oh, you know, I've got a year to live. Let me live my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to live it to the fullest. And that's just how it's going to be. Whereas, like, and then in the last kind of episodes, he was like, actually, I want to live. I don't want to die. I don't want to go to hell. Yeah. Fair. Whereas this time around, it's just like, he doesn't really want to save anybody either. Like, he right now he's just like whatever is it is inevitable like why why even fight it anymore yeah and like that never really i don't think that ever really goes away i always feel like it's sam who's like come on we got to keep we've got to keep fighting we've got to keep going and dean's the one who's mm-hmm. always trying to argue against that i'm trying to think of a real whether that isn't the case or like he doesn't do, just do something stupid <laughs> I don't know. It's a difficult one because mm-hmm. it's such like a a set like a yeah a, a set pattern that we see with Dean. This kind of like it's not giving like it's not giving up. It's like somehow him sacrificing himself is the only way forward. Like that. That's mm-hmm. it, it. Gets to that point a lot of the time. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. Hmm. And that's also why Dean is so like wine women song, right? Because you're saying even when he sold his soul, he was like, yeah, I'm going to like live my life to the fullest and like, yeah, whatever. And that's mm-hmm. how he just lives his whole life because he's like, well, at any moment, Demon's going <laughs> right. to get me. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of sucks for because that's exactly what happens. Yeah, right. Except it's uh, right. It, I guess, except no, because... At the end of season 15, from what we can see of Dean and his life, he doesn't seem that happy. No, that's true. So, I don't know. It, again, he's in the stage of, like, 
well, inevitably, we're still hunting. Something's going to get me. And then it does. And then that's it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so before they can get anything, like, anywhere with this conversation, um, the church bells start to toll. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't last call. It wasn't the last call bell. It was the church bells. Ah, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and the bartender, Paul, bar owner, even, um, says that Leah's had another vision mm-hmm. and that they, they're going to go to church. And he's like, you know me, I'm downright pious. <laughs> Foreshadowing, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the pastor is telling everybody that there is demons outside of town um, and that he's looking for volunteers and a whole bunch of people decide, you know, we're going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they begin a prayer and as the pastor is giving the prayer like you see one of the townspeople who we learned to be rob mm-hmm. uh who said is michael shanks yeah michael shanks and the the bar owner like kind of have it i thought they were giving off like we should meet up later <gasps> right no i thought the same thing they were like how you doing yeah Right. So, uh, just the way they were looking at each other, I was just like, "Wait, are they are they a thing?" Yeah. But but it's really Rob seems annoyed that Paul is not praying with everybody else. Yeah, it's like the beginning of the suspicion between them, right? I think like that's what it's supposed to be showing, but it did come off as a bit gay. <laughs> it came off really gay. <laughs> No, you're not crazy. I thought it too. (laughs) It's like, what? In Supernatural? Yeah. It's like, okay, all right, fire. Um, um, And then, so they enter the house and there's this this whole epic battle. And I thought someone was going to make a comment about Sam because he is so, I don't know if it's Jared's acting in this, but he is so like bloodlusty. Like he's, Mm. he's the only one who's actually seems to be like, causing harm to the demons yes because like his hands are like covered in blood mm-hmm. and stuff yeah i agree because they're they're using holy water and exorcism so they're not actually damaging the vessels where yeah sounds okay. like stabby stabby stab 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 cutting people's throats all this kind of stuff and like mm-hmm. nobody bats an eye at that which i think is kind of crazy i'm guessing the um they probably believe that the vessels are all dead like whatever uh, Leah has told them, like, she's probably said that, you know, there's no saving these people. Otherwise, yeah. I feel like they would have tried to, like, collect the bodies, basically. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I feel Dean does give Sam a look as they, like, leave the house. He kind of looks at him like, mm, it's a bit stabby. Yeah, it's a bit stabby. There's a bit too much demon blood going on in there. Yeah. Like, if, if I see you licking your fingers afterwards, we're going to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> demon blood it's nice lickingly good <laughs> well, I mean we kind of see him do that like he puts them on the yeah. <laughs> uh, so after you know they've they've won and they're celebrating um, one of the sort of older teenagers maybe he's like a young 20s I don't really know mm-hmm. uh, named Dylan wants to take a ride with Sam and Dean and like yeah sure and as they as Sam and 
Dean do, they like share a beer after a hunt. They give one to uh, Dylan. Hey, you saved my ass twice already. One more time, you can drive. <laughs> Which is kind of cute. Very sweet. Um, but as he's drinking, uh, his feet get grabbed and he gets pulled under the car. And uh, yeah. This is yeah. when I realized I would have died in this episode. Killed. I would have wanted to ride in the car. I'd be like, can I ride that with you guys in your cool car? And then I would have died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but who checks under their car? Like, I'm going to start doing that. Make sure I'm not getting grabbed by the ankles and pulled under. What hunter doesn't check under their car? This was bad for them. And also, we've said this a million times. Why is there not, like, demon traps all over their car? They should have one of those, like, you know, those mirrors that you can see, look under your car with check for bombs mm-hmm. we should have one of those yeah. to check for demons all the time into the bottom <laughs> like cape fear <laughs> just crowley like <laughs> <laughs> so actually we're saying that they do actually have a demon trap on the front of the church which i didn't mention as i was walking in yes and we never see leah leave the church Ooh, good point yeah she's stuck in there mm-hmm 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 yeah, that's, that's good. So, that's good. Um, attention details. to detail. Yeah. 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 Dylan getting killed kind of sucky, but it, yeah, we needed him to further the plot. Sorry, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so, so, Dean goes to apologize to Dylan's mother and she blames him. She says, it's your fault. Um, at which, <laughs> this is really funny to me. So I'm watching this like in my living room and they got to this point and she was like, this is your fault. And Dean looked kind of guilty. And my like husband happened to walk past the TV and he was like, oh yeah, didn't he start the apocalypse? Like, this is his fault. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know how true that statement is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then Rob slash Michael Shanks um, says, come on, Jane, because I guess he's Dylan's dad. Pastor Gideon gives a whole like eulogy um, about. She's like, oh, he's like, oh, I don't know why this happened. I don't know what end this is happening. But surely they must have lost people so far already. You would think so. But m- maybe since Leah's been having her visions, they haven't lost anybody. Ah, good point. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of unprecedented. And then Sam and Dean turn up and people start dying. Uh-oh. Oh no. Leah's plan had to go like up a notch like she had to start doing a bit quicker because she knows who they are <laughs> yeah that's true um yeah that probably is true actually and then leah like collapses and has a like well it's like a seizure but it's a vision and she says oh it's dylan like dylan's gonna come back and then she says to his parents like it's gonna be okay you'll see him again when judgment day comes he'll be resurrected and you'll be together again we'll all be together we've been chosen the angels have chosen us. And if it, you know, all you have to do is follow the angels' commandments. So she's like laying the groundwork for her big deception. Mm-hmm. So what happens next is that everything has been outlawed, everything fun. So like drinking, <laughs> gambling, premarital sex. <laughs> Dean, they basically just outlawed 90% of your personality. <laughs> and Dean's just like not bothered. He's like, well, yeah, whatever. Well, let's just go with it. I mean, Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem so far 
removed that the angels could ask us of them because like they know their dicks so why not just like mess with them a bit true mm-hmm. um and sam does say like oh you're just cool with it and he says i'm not i'm not cool i'm not cool <laughs> <laughs> he goes you know i'm not a prophet we're not locals it's not my cool um like he's just he doesn't care you're right he's really apathetic in this episode like he's just going with whatever's happening mm-hmm I feel like Dean's got to the point, it's like, oh, another day, another bit of the apocalypse. Let's just see what happens now. Who's going to die? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Dean goes to see Leah and wants to talk to her about, I don't even know, quite know why he's there, actually. Like, wants to talk to her about angel stuff, maybe, to get a read on what's going on. Do you think even at this point he's thinking about saying yes to Michael? Is that why he wants to, like, get a read on what the angels are saying? Yeah, or, like, I, I guess it's, maybe it is just recon on what the angels are saying, not necessarily that he's ready to say yes yet. Mm-hmm. I think the events of this, well, maybe, actually, maybe it is Dylan's death that kind of put him over the edge, because there's nothing else that happens in this episode. Well, maybe the murdering of Paul puts See, him over the edge. I, I, don't, I don't know what his, like, his final straw is. I feel like he's been considering it since he found out that God isn't doesn't care, right? So there's mm. no one going to come save them at all. So he's going to be the last one who's, who sorts it out. And I mean, the only person who's strong enough to beat the devil is Michael. It's it's a whole like mm. combination of things. Like they saw that heaven's like not that bad, and Dean knows firsthand how bad hell is. So like, what's the alternative? Yeah, that's true. So yeah, maybe he's trying to ensure that if he, there is going to be a fight, that heaven will win because it's 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 the lesser evil. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's kind of interesting because when Zachariah showed Dean what happens when he consistently says no, mm-hmm. like, but there was no scenario where Sam says no, continuously says no. Yes. And Dean says yes. This is it. This is the thing. Right, I have to go with this. I'm getting off track. With Dean saying yes to Michael, is he not almost guaranteeing that Sam will say yes to Lucifer? And that seems really out of character to me. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. I know I said at the beginning of season five that Sam will always say yes mm-hmm. but the way that sam is acting i I forgot this as well like sam's attitude becomes yeah i honestly think that dean bouncing was actually the cause for him to eventually say yes i agree with you because in the last episode sam was saying you know we're gonna do this together right you know mm-hmm. we we have to do it together and then here dean's like nah I think I'm gonna go do whatever I want to do and like that's mm-hmm. it and so Sam's like well, I don't know I, I guess he gets like a vulnerable moment I no idea but I feel like had they come up with a plan for him like Michael for Dean to say yes to Michael mm-hmm. I don't know they could have figured something out but we know that them being apart is the catalyst for Sam doing it. That that's what Zachariah showed him yeah. to do, so he should know. I don't know. It's just maybe this will come clear in the next few episodes. 
like a bit more of the thought process. That's true. And I mean, considering we have five more episodes as well mm-hmm. to go, they're not going to be separated for five episodes, maybe two, like there was at the end of the last yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, ugh, they literally just, I know it's like season four is a long time ago, but they literally just went through this. She just separated. <laughs> like, I, it wasn't quite as explosive as last time because obviously there's no like major lies between them at, yeah. at present. I think they've been pretty honest with each other, apart mm-hmm. from like, you know, they're, they're not telling each other exactly how they feel, but you know, you don't have to do that. But there's no like, made, like, Sam's not on the demon blood again. Yeah. Dean isn't doing something out, completely out of character or what, what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, I think it'll become clear. I think I'm getting ahead of myself with the whole Michael thing, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Dean goes to see Leah and he does say like angel stuff rotates out of you, huh? And she says, I can't complain. I know you have it worse. So what's on your mind? Um, and he goes, are you on the level? <laughs> like, are you cool? Um... <laughs> And he's like, you know, do you know what, what paradise is, is like actually, you know, what it's like? Um, and then he wants to know everything the angels are telling her, you know, that they're not lying yeah. to her essentially about what actually heaven is like, because he's been there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, she tells him like, it will ha- what, how it is. There's going to be a fight. It's going to get bad, but the angels will win. The planet gets handed over to the chosen chosen. And then it's finally peaceful. No monsters, no disease, no death. You're just with the people you love. Um, and then Dean says, of course, that's if you can get past the velvet rope. Mustn't be nice being chosen. So he doesn't think then that he's, like, although he's just been there, he doesn't think then that he's going to end up still in heaven if he keeps saying no to Michael, presumably. I guess. He's not got the velvet rope pass. I guess th- this is one part I'm not 100% clear on mm-hmm. is that, so I guess he's he's talking about being raptured. Yeah. So he's he's not, he's thinking he's not going to be raptured. So he will remain on earth when the fighting happens. Right. I think that's what this is referring to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, he, he must know a bunch of people as well that probably he doesn't think would get into heaven. So he's not going with everybody. Um, mm-hmm. So... She, of course, replies, well, Dean, you are chosen. Like, you are the chosen one. <laughs> and he says, yeah, more like cursed. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Must be hard. Being the vessel of heaven and having no hope. Pretty much sums them up. Mm-hmm. So back at the, like, bar, Paul's bar, Sam is there and um, obviously there's no drinking anymore. So Paul is like packing all his alcohol away. And, um, <laughs> you know, Paul's like, well, do you want to help me kill some inventory? And they're like, sure, you know. Um, and he's all, he's a really nice guy, Paul. He's just, he's just mm-hmm. very affable and fine. And he's like, you know, don't get me wrong. I grew up here, but these holy rollers are like, you know, doing my head in kind of thing. Like, you know, yeah. And Sam says, well, you don't seem like the praying time. And he's like, well, you know, neither are half the people in the church. Um, but a couple of months ago, they're all in here getting wasted, banging the nanny. Um, and now they're all <laughs> warriors of God because apocalypse. Right. Um, 
And Paul says, look, look, there sure as hell is demons and maybe there is a God. I don't know. Fine. I'm not a hypocrite. I've never prayed before and I ain't starting now. If I go to hell, I'm going to be honest. And I think that's kind of, I guess that's kind of Sam's point of view as well, right? At this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He does ask Sam, like, what about you? And Sam's like, well, you know, he says, I believe, but I'm pretty sure that God stopped caring a long time ago. And they're like, yeah. Mm Yeah. Yep, I mean, they pretty much have a confirmation of that from Joshua, so there's nothing to believe on that one. (laughs) It's also a big uh, change for Sam. Well, I mean, it's been coming, obviously, but you think about um, how the holy, where he's like, yeah, I believe in God, I believe in angels and everything, and I think there's a Mm -hmm. greater good in the world, and now he's like, meh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're given the answer... Wouldn't you just be like, meh? Like, what else have you got? That's true. <laughs> I mean, they don't have faith anymore. They can't have faith. Like, faith in what? They know too much. Right. I guess they can only, They can have faith in themselves. They can have faith in Cass mm-hmm. as part of heaven. Um, but really, you know, especially with what Josh... If they take what Josh said, Joshua said at complete truth, then why would you have faith in a deadbeat dad is you know dean will go on to say in this episode <laughs> like they've already been down that road they know where it goes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly so back at the motel um dean asks sam where he's been and he's like drinking <laughs> <laughs> he's a little drunk <laughs> um he said i would have had more but it was curfew um and we find out that they've also shut down the cell towers um, there's no cable, no internet. Like, Sam is literally, like, crawling at the walls, like, no! <laughs> <laughs> My Wi-Fi powers! <laughs> and Sam's like, well, you know, they're, cool. they're turning this place into some kind of fundamentalist compound. And Dean's like, yeah, they are. <laughs> like, and they're like, okay, what are you going to do about it? Um, because I get it, I just don't care. And Sam's, like, really pushing him on this. But, like, what point are you going to care? Like, you know, when does this become too far for you? Stoning. Poison Kool-Aid. The angels are toying with these people. Angel world, angel rules, man. He says, well, you know, the angels have got the only lifeboats on the Titanic. I mean, who exactly is supposed to come along and save these people? It was supposed to be us, but we can't do it. Mm -hmm. And Sam's like, so you want to stop fighting? And he's like, well, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) And just Sam's (laughs) face through all of this, just like, who is this person? Like, (laughs) And Sam's like, well, you know, don't say that because I can't do this alone. Um, And... He's like, well, I can do this. And he's like, and Sam's like, no, you can't do this to me. You know, I got one thing, one thing keeping me going. Um, you think you're the only one white knuckling it here, Dean? I can't count on anyone else. I can't do this alone. Um, and then Dean leaves. He's like, I gotta go clear my mm. head. Which I don't know. This was hard. This is a hard argument. It wasn't even an argument. This is just like to see Dean so giving up. It's just it's mm-hmm. awful to watch. It really is. It, and like Sam is the fact that Dean can't see that they're at the same point. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, when Dean, sorry, when Sam was detoxing off of demon blood, he basically had the same, same reaction. Like he yeah. can't do it alone. So Dean went to the skies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like your, your little, I, this is horrible. Cause it's like, older sibling like taking on the shoulder the burden of everything mm-hmm. 
But like your little brother is reaching out to you and saying like he needs your help, and the only thing you can do is being like, I no, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, pretty much. He's telling Sam no. Like I don't know if I, you know, Dean's really lost faith in everything. Like he's, lo- I think the problem is is he's lost faith in Sam, right as well. Yeah. I think if he still had faith in Sam, that Sam wasn't going to say yes and give in to the demon blood, mm-hmm. all this would be easier. But he, I don't think he's got faith in Sam anymore. And I think that is the absolute problem in this, at the end of this series. Um, yeah, I think so too. I get, I guess the pro, you know, there's been like little steps. So I feel like because, well, and it's, again, it's really bad on Dean, but Sam told Dean during the famine episode Mm -hmm. that he needs help and that like he can't be around demons because of you know he knows exactly what's going to happen the bloodlust is back Mm -hmm. does dean think he's too weak again because you know we've already had this way Mm. back when that you know he couldn't resist famine therefore like he's not going to be able to resist it like resist lucifer yeah i think you're right because Sam's got previous, like, to be fair, Sam's got previous, like, he gave into his demonic powers, like, right back season two, you know, mm-hmm. and it got him killed in the end. And then, like, Dean comes back from hell, and he's banging a demon, and, <laughs> like, drinking loads of demon blood. I mean, he doesn't find that out for a mm-hmm. while. So I don't know what, I don't know what proof Dean's got that he's not gonna say yes in the end because every other time that this stuff has happened sam has given in mm-hmm. whether it's for the greater good or not in sam's mind is another matter but sam always does give in eventually that's true it's an inevitability i feel Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, that sounds awful to sam it's not his fault like he's stuck in the narrative too and he does always <laughs> think true. he's doing the right thing as much as yeah. he gets slammed for it, he always thinks he's doing like the right thing at the right time. <laughs> he just makes bad decisions. It's not his fault. <laughs> he's pushed into a corner. More than anyone else, more than yeah. Dean, Sam is always the one in, in the whole of Supernatural being pushed into a corner until he's got no way out. Um, mm-hmm. And the way out is usually the bad thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he has to do the thing. Like, there's no other choice. There's literally no other choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> and, you know, there, there really, there is, your point is so good. Because if you think about Dean's situation, they find another solution for him. So he doesn't have to say yes to Michael. Yeah. There is never not an option for Sam. Sam is always the destined one. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, that and that that will always be it which is it's kind of sad a little bit because you know they had lost the potential of all those other potent like all those other special children mm-hmm. um because it, it would it would essentially take the pressure off of sam yeah um but then that's a different story yeah exactly sam is the chosen one as much as sometimes we like and we often say this story is about dean Ultimately, Sam is the chosen one. He's always been the chosen one. And Dean is exactly. just his brother. It, <laughs> right? But he is. And because yeah. he's his brother, he gets drawn into these crazy situations. But without Sam, there would be no saying yes to Michael. Like, he wouldn't need to say yes to Michael. 
Mm-hmm. I'm, the t- that, I'm that game show host, aren't I? It's like, oh, did you, is it <laughs> your brother's fault that your parents died? And it's like, yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> Everything is Sam's fault. Sorry, Sam. It's just true. I mean, I guess. I'm, I'm still saying that it's, it's always going to be God's fault. Because yeah. he was the one who wants this drama. But yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Sam's fault he's Luke Skywalker. Like, it, it, I, you yeah. know, it's not his fault he was born. Poor Sam. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing is, all the stuff I've just said is like, Sam is super aware of all of it. Like, he knows it's his fault. Like, he knows that without him, like, Dean can probably live like a normal life. True. But then any time they separate, they can't separate long enough to actually kind of get a normal life right the codependency is too strong it's like <laughs> they both know they're each other's problem and like at the same time being apart is also their problem there's no escaping it this is all all chuck's fault like it's all just horror all the way down and that there's, there's literally and this is where the whole like free will stuff comes in right because there's literally no choice that they could make where it doesn't end up bad yeah so at the end of this series is them trying to break out of that, like, we actually need to make some decisions where we win for a change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the last line of the last scene. It's like, it, it's past curfew. Yeah, I'm like, he says it's so like, <laughs> I'm a law boy. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> so there... They're all like the townspeople in the church preparing as they always do. And Leah comes in and uh, she's crying or she has been crying and she needs to talk to the pastor because um, the angels are angry with the town Mm -hmm. because um, they say that they can't go to paradise. And Jane, who's Dylan's mother, like overhears this and she's like, but we're doing everything they say. And she's like, well, they gave clear commandments and people aren't listening. Rob asks who, who's not listening. Mm-hmm. Cass then like appears in the motel room and has some of the best lines <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> He's like, I got your message. It was long, your message. And I uh, found your voice grating. It's like rude. <laughs> Are you drunk? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought of something. Like, so Leah, supposedly on orders from the angels, has just banned like drinking and gambling and stuff. And then, like, literally, we get like mm-hmm. a drunk angel turn up in the next scene. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> I found a liquor store. And? And I drank it. Cass is not steady on his feet. Sam has to like catch him and like sit him down. Um. <laughs> Sam asks you, are you okay? And Cass is like, don't ask stupid questions. Tell me what you need. (laughs) (laughs) I love him so much. And so Sam explains that there's these demon attacks. They're massive, right on the edge of town. And we can't figure out why. And Cass says, any signs of angels? He says, sort of. And he says, there's a prophet in town called Leah Gideon. And Cass just goes, she's not a a prophet. Like, why am I here? What's going on? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's like, no, I'm pretty sure. Why would you argue with the angel about which person is a prophet or not? I mean, he's drunk. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so uh, Sam says, I'm pretty sure she's got visions, headaches, the whole package. And Cass says, the names of all the prophets, they're seared into my brain. Leah Gideon is not one of them. We're then outside of the tavern or the bar, Paul's bar. And uh, Dean over here is like glasses smashing. And then we're inside and um, there's a fight happening between the town, like a few of the townsfolk and Paul. And he's like, you know, you have to leave. Mm-hmm. And Rob is like, there's no other way. Basically, the the town is turning on Paul because mm-hmm. he was drinking earlier in the night. Yeah. Everybody's paying attention to Rob and Paul as they argue. They've, they're friends, but like, this has sort of turned them mad. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane says to him, you know, yeah, you're at our wedding, but now you're standing against the flock. And he's like, well, that's not true. I fight with you. And they point out that you're not a believer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rob says, don't make this hard for you, for us. He's like, hard for you. Like, you're the guys here coming and attacking me. Like, right, yeah. <laughs> so Dean kind of gets in the way, like tries to mm-hmm. stop Rob from attacking Paul again. And suddenly you hear a gun go off. And Jane says, no one's going to stop me from seeing my son again. And he's just shot and killed Paul. Yeah. Dang, cold-hearted, man. I guess you don't... You don't mess with family, <laughs> as we know in this show. <laughs> so we come back to the, the motel, and Sam's concerned for Dean, because Dean's got blood all over his hands. And he says, it's not my blood, it's Paul's, um, and that Jane had shot him. And Cass says, it's starting. And Dean asks, what's starting? And he says, where the hell have you been? And he says, on a bender. he's like oh it's not it's not important what i've been doing like we need to talk about what's happening here so sam reveals that leah's not a prophet (laughs) well what is she exactly the whore wow Cass, tell us what you really think (laughs) how did this one not on a (laughs) t-shirt right Cass quotes the Bible or whatever version of whatever. Um, and he says, she rises when Lucifer walks the earth and she shall come bearing false prophecies. This creature has the power to take human form. Read minds. Um, so maybe that's how, that's how she knows about the rib thing. Cause she can read minds. Oh yeah. We'll go with that. That's good. Yeah. Um, he says the book of revelation calls her the whore of Babylon. I just realized, um, Leah's like not a demon, right? She's her own thing. She's the whore of Babylon. Because they don't kill her like a demon. Mm-hmm. So although she comes bringing false prophecy, like there's no reason why she's also like not working for the angels as well. I know she's like obviously a thing of the apocalypse, but mm-hmm. is she like a neutral party or do you think she's? Or Lucifer. I guess he's got demons with her. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, and also I feel like everything apart from angels are on are against the angels. Okay. Like vampires, werewolves, all of that. I felt mm-hmm. like they would all be against the side of the the angels because essentially, uh, angels will wipe out everything. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think I think that's what it is. Sam reveals that Leah was probably killed months ago mm-hmm. um, and that the demons are more than likely under her control and the Enochian exorcism is actually fake 
And it means you breed with the mouth of a goat. It's funny in Enochian. Because <laughs> they kind of just like look at him like, what? <laughs> I just, I love, I love Cass's episode. I don't know. I think it's the first time we really see, we have seen a little glimpse of it, but really see like snarky Cass. Mm-hmm. Which is just like a yeah. core component of his personality later on. You're like, oh, that's Cass. This is this is the reason why Naomi keeps wiping his brain because this is actually what he's like, and they're just like, "Can you not?" <laughs> he's like, um, "Yeah." He's just like everyone's annoying younger brother, you know, <laughs> or like just an absolute like wastrel. <laughs> That's it. So, so Dean points out like so de- the demon smoking out is just a con. Uh, what's the end game? And Cass like, well, you've seen it. It's this uh, innocent blood spilled in God's name. And Dean's like, so to slaughter and kill and sing preppy little hymns. Awesome. <laughs> so the the Bab- the horror Babylon's goal is to condemn as many souls as possible, and it's just the beginning. Um, she's just well on her way to dragging this whole town into the pit. Um, <laughs> I love this line from Dean. He says, "So then, how do we go?" Pimp of Babylon all over this bitch. <laughs> like, I like the play on words. Not a huge fan of whoring, whoring, pimping. Like, yeah. that's not where I'm going with that. But like, just the the play on words, I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprised. I, I feel like I'm surprised they got away with using the word whore on the CW. But like, also like that's actually what she's called in Revelations. So that's probably the only way they got away with it. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely uh, pushing it a little bit. I think they were pushing it, yeah. <laughs> so we're back in the church basement and uh, Jane is, you know, fearful because she's just killed somebody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's trying to get reassurance from Leah um, that, you know, did I, she's asking, did I make it worse? Did I make them angry, make the angels angry? And um, Leah says, no, they understand. And it was for the greater good. Mm-hmm. You know, they all liked Paul, but he was a sinner and it would have taken us down with him. You saved us. And the, the pastor is like listening to this. And this is where we're starting to see the turn in Leah. Like it, the, it was, like you said, it was very subtle. Mm-hmm. But obviously the, the pastor knows his door. Yeah. And like he starts to question her a little bit. Because he says, how is, how is that okay? She killed him. You know, there's no greater sin. And like she interrupts and says, it's not a sin to strike down evil. Mm. Um, and she's like, well, you've told me, you've taught me always to have faith. Back in the motel, Cass has a wooden stake. Um, and he says, you know, the whore can be killed with that. It's a stake made from a cypress tree in Babylon. Right? Let's ventilate her. <laughs> Dean. But like, did Cass just take like a, like a little, like, boozy trip to Babylon to go like get the okay, fine. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what he did. I wonder what else he did in Babylon while he was there. Yeah. <laughs> Get another drink. <laughs> and of course, there's a stipulation to this. Like, they can't just go stick her in the chest with it. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't want to refer to her, her as the whore, but... Uh, the Lady of Babylon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she can only be killed by a true servant of God. Not you. Me. Sam, of course, is an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> Casually slip that in. He says, We have to find somebody else. 
I love Sam's face. It like cuts to Sam when Sam when um Cass calls him an abomination, and he's kind of like, yeah, I guess. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> there's an acceptance there. Yeah. Yes, there is. Oh, poor Sam. Poor Sam. So we're then back at the church, and Leah's giving like a sermon. Mm-hmm. And saying that, you know, the angels have chosen them. Today is the day, basically, at midnight, they will come for the final judgment. So we need to do it right. We don't have a lot of time. Um, And the angels say we're not ready. There's still a few elements to take care of. Sinners. The crowd starts to, like, panic, clearly, because they've just killed one person. So that means more people are (laughs) being led to the slaughter. The pastor is trying to calm everybody down. Says to Leah, you're scaring them. She tries She tries to reassure them, but, like, not very well. She says, like, you know, I don't want to panic, but we have to hurry. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Stop it. You're going to get somebody killed. Let me go. The next sinner I name will be you. The pastor is, like, outside. Cast just, like, freaks him out. He, like, flaps his wings, <laughs> but doesn't appear. Do you think he, like, he's still a little drunk? So do you think he, like, missed the landing? He's like, shit, I've got to do that again. <laughs> Just sliding past him on a different plane, like I missed out. Um, so he calls out to the pastor and he's they ask, Who are you? He says, I'm an angel of the Lord. And he's like, Yeah, sure. And then, like, they get transported to the motel. Uh, Dean says, Yeah, he wasn't lying about the angel thing, um, and that they're gonna need a chat. Cass, like, Dean, in this episode is so dumb, like, he's so apathetic, he's like. <laughs> yeah right like doesn't even bother explaining he's just like I'm an angel and like takes him with him doesn't <laughs> there's no like grease in the wheels I don't know how to say it you know <laughs> yeah like, yeah there's, there's literally just like foolish human just, do, just come with me yeah exactly so yeah obviously Leah is his daughter mm-hmm. and it's too hard for for him to to kill her and Sam does his like but look inside you know it's not her and if you don't do this she's going to kill a lot of people and damn the rest to hell and he's asking why and says Cass says you're a servant of heaven and he's like well you're an angel and he says poor example of one I'm like oh poor Cass you're actually like the best angel (laughs) yeah Cass you're the best angel so we're then outside I'm not sure why they go outside but just Cass and Dean are outside I guess they're getting ready to to take the pastor back to the church so they can execute their plan. Yeah. And Dean throws him like a bottle of aspirin and he, Cass asks how many he should take and he's like, probably the whole thing. <laughs> and Dean sympathizes with Cass. He says, I've been there, you know, I'm an expert on deadbeat dads, um, so I know how you feel. Mm-hmm. And Cass says, how do you manage it? And he says, On a good day you get to kill a whore. Which, that's really sad. That's <laughs> right. I, I like this little scene between them. I think it's really good because we already kind of knew that Dean has sympathy for Cass because of the they what they found out about God. Like he just fully has equated John Winchester with God like immediately. Um, mm-hmm. So he knows. But I feel like the fact that he's still trying to sympathize with him now, I feel like Cass and Dean were already on the way to becoming friends from the time that Cass lied for him right mm. or like told you know told him how to uh loophole his way like round things 
mm-hmm. I feel like after they find out that God doesn't care is when they start to become like very close friends. I think that's because of the, yeah. the similarities between them. Um, trauma bonding. <laughs> yeah, trauma bonding. <laughs> You're right. It's that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah well i was gonna say luckily you know no yeah i was gonna say luckily it worked out for them but it really doesn't it really didn't i don't know if like trauma bonding is a good way to start a relationship (laughs) generally no (laughs) not without extensive therapy yes yeah yes and killing a whore and drinking (laughs) alcohol is not therapy Basically, like whatever they, whatever they do, like the opposite is actually the healthy thing to do. But like, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why I just love this little scene. I think it's seeing Cass mm-hmm. like sat on the floor. Like you could, it's just something about that. Is like you see how far he's fallen. Yeah, and you know he's always been unaffected by humanity mm. and like what humans do, and. The fact that he's he's probably seen this happen over and over and over again in terms of like somebody drowning their sorrows mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. And he figured this is the way to do it. Yeah. Like he's in such a bad place that like, okay, I'll try it, see what happens. And like, he's now realizing actually it doesn't help. It just makes you feel worse. I mean. You know, that's why he sat there on the floor, like with his hand, his head in his hands, because like. He's got this massive headache, massive hangover for drinking a liquor store. Yeah. <laughs> like, who is he emulating though? Like at the beginning of the last episode, yeah. we see that Sam and Dean had both been on also a bender because their motel room was full of cans and stuff. So clearly they also True. coped with finding out God didn't care in a similar way. And Cass, for all his flaws, this is also one of them, really looks up to them as like examples True. of humanity. He's like, well, this is how mm-hmm. we deal with our problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, the, the fact that he turns around and says, how do you manage it? And, like, Dean just says on a good day. Yeah. How many, like, it's, n- it's not good days. It's not good times. It's on a good day. Which means for Dean, there has not been many in recent months. Dean never fully copes with the fact that John was a terrible father, and that that's very true. God is a terrible father figure, also, <laughs> and he he only ever gets to confront Chuck about it. Like he never confronts John about it ever. True. So mm-hmm. Cass manages. I think Cass manages to come to terms with it eventually. Like he does, but I don't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like Dean ever does. So. And the fact that Cass is asking Dean how to manage his feelings, like, do you know this man? You've rebuilt him in hell. And you were asking him how to manage emotions? Yeah, that was not smart. (laughs) (laughs) But really, is Cass smart? I don't know. I don't know. It's questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe smart, but not wise. That's probably a good way to put it. (laughs) So we're at the church again in the basement 
and um one of the townspeople is like yelling at them to like stop pushing her into like the storage area Mm -hmm. and there's like other people in there as well and leah then tells jane to get the kerosene jane is confused because she's like well there's children in there um and leah's like well they were named for a reason uh your son needs you to do this i'm surprised that well i guess i'm i don't know what um denomination they are i guess they're lutheran so yeah actually I don't, I don't know what their beliefs are, mm. but I thought children were always innocent. Like, there is no way for children to actually sin. Were Lutherans, but I have no clue. Were Lutherans, like, way back when, responsible for the witch trials? Was that them? Well, the Puritans, the Puritans were. Yeah. But I don't know what they, where they started from. Yeah, Martin Luther, I'm pretty sure... This is me misremembering. I'm pretty sure Martin Luther was, um, who is like the founder of the Lutheran branch of the church. I'm pretty sure he was the one who was like, witches are bad. I'm sure he had like a hand in it. Um, mm. But I mean, the Catholics also had their like inquisition. So <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah, they're all bad all the way down. But like, <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like they make that they were making a direct reference to Martin Luther through them being Lutherans and then trying to like essentially burn people at the stake. Mm. I feel like they're trying to be clever, but I don't think like the average watcher of Supernatural would like, or unless you were like doing something- Connect the dots. Like this, like absolute batshit crazy. <laughs> Rewatching the show and doing a podcast <laughs> would even think about it. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, that was just one of the things that like they didn't like as somebody who has tangentially been related to some churches and to some denominations i'm like pretty sure the children i don't know when you're is it 18 in religion you're no longer a child i don't know it depends um, on the religion the culture the it's so much so yeah. much isn't it? Yeah, it is and, it is but I mean, yeah. essentially, she's trying to get the t- them to do something so awful that they won't ever question yeah. anything she's asking them to do again, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I do think Sam and Dean's made her speed up her timeline because yeah. we've, we've spoken about this before, about like how you just make them do little things. So they did one thing with killing Paul mm-hmm. and because it was one person, but this was too much. So people start to question them, I think. Had she been able to do like little bits here and there? Yeah. It would have been, um, it would have been better. Mm-hmm. She's definitely pushing them with this because they are like, why, yeah. why, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And especially burning them alive of all the things to do. But people like, they know, like, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know if they were ever exactly. going to do this. I, I, I don't think even Jane was like, oh yeah, sure, let's do this. I don't know because Rob goes for it. Rob goes, and they put the kerosene down. True. But they're all in that section. Like, everyone would have burned. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just stupid. It's very, very weird. Like, really, even just a spark should have actually made the whole place ignite because it's not just the fuel, it's the fumes. that. Yeah, so, very yeah. much the fumes. So, don't smoke at a petrol station. But yeah, that's, that's why you don't. I saw that happening the other day and I was like, oh my God. That's why those seats always annoy me. You know when films where they've got like a petrol line 
and you see someone like smoking mm-hmm. a cigarette and they like throw it onto the fire and mm-hmm. then it ignites as the cigarette like lands it's like no that doesn't happen Mm-mm. it would give me there it would it would already be done anyway we're getting okay sorry i started that one i <laughs> 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 started that one so uh, cass appears with the pastor and like he goes to kill her and she's like no don't hurt me i'm your daughter um and he he hesitates and then she like casts a spell on Cass um and he like seizes up basically mm-hmm. um they all start to fight again Leah's using telekinesis to like throw people around the room <laughs> and Leah's like calling for help cuz she's saying that Gideon is now a demon mm-hmm. Because he's chasing her with a stick. <laughs> like, it's much more intense than that. But like, it's just, it's funny because he, she, sorry, he is chasing her with a stick. This <laughs> is <laughs> a big stick. Um, she then tells him to light the kerosene and uh, Rob goes to do that. Sam has tackled Jane and like has got her in a, like a bear hug. Mm-hmm. And Dean has been like knocked over and like is being choked out by leah and he's he sees the stake and he's trying to like reach for it mm. um and she like monologues for a moment and says this is why my team's gonna win you're the great vessel you're pathetic self-hating and faithless it's the end of the world and you're just gonna sit back and watch it happen yeah that's exactly do you think it was dean just like i'm the last resort let me just do it and see what what happens or did you think he had a plan? I think Dean had an inkling it would work. Mm. I mean, he might as well stab. If you've got the stick, he might as well stab her. But like, I also think he, there was something in his mind that's like, this is going to work. Because I've already decided deep down to say yes. I wonder how much of like the monster at the end of this book is playing into it. How much... And as a watcher, there's like plot armor involved in this. Mm-hmm. Because he was never going to die in this episode. No, no, no. Um, but, like, he he knows that his story is going to be told, like, that Chuck, well, he doesn't know Chuck's writing the story, but, like, everything is already predestined. Yeah. So maybe it's a bit, like, it's got to work because it has to work because it's written that it's going to work and I'm not going to go against the narrative right now. Yeah. There is some of that. Like, there is that, I think. And also, like, if you're being, like, choked out by a demon, I feel like a big stick might slow him down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there is that. (laughs) No, I I get your point as well. Like, you know, of course it's going to work. It always works. Right? Whenever they do this stuff, it always works. So why wouldn't it work in this case? Exactly. And so Leah dies and you see her, like, demon face sort of appear briefly. Mm -hmm. Or horror face. I don't know. We'll go with demon face. (laughs) Um, and Jane's like, I don't understand how we're we supposed to get to paradise now. And Dean's like, I'm pretty sure you're headed in a different direction, which is absolutely awful. Though, being someone of faith, yeah, she should be able to repent, and it'll be fine. So, yeah, I thought this was really harsh of Dean. Like, yeah, yeah, go to hell. And then I was like, well, I guess he's telling her that maybe she does have a chance to be a better person from now on but 
I feel like he was also just feeling pretty petty in that moment. So I was like, yeah, you are going to hell. Peace out. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so too. I mean, if you think about it, like she was willing to set children on fire. That's true. Yeah, Dean's not really with the whole like, you know, killing children, your family and stuff. <laughs> and like also yeah, taking exactly. revenge because... See, I feel like you should have understood that bit, like taking revenge because your uh, family got killed. This is true. I don't know. It seemed harsh anyway to tell this woman. I know she murdered someone and was about to murder a whole bunch more people. But also she was under the influence of like some kind of mega demon. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Like, as they're heading out of the basement, which they just like leave everybody there. Like, they don't like usher people out. But, you know, this is supernatural. They don't think of that until they do sometimes. Um... <laughs> Sam asks Dean, like, how did he do that? How, like, how did he kill her? Last I checked, she could only be ganked by a servant of heaven. Well, what do you want me to tell you? I saw a shot, I went for it. They get them into the Impala. I guess Cass, oh yeah, because Cass is also, like, incapacitated, so they can't. As they're going, as Sam and Dean are getting to the front of the car, um, Sam questioned Dean's a are you going to do something stupid? Because he's probably, he's probably is thinking like, has he said, has he said like a mini yes? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> did he pray at some point while he was fighting? Like, if you, if you help me, I'll say yes kind mm-hmm. of thing. So they get back to the motel and they're tending to the pastor and Dean doesn't really question. He doesn't ask the pastor a question. He says, you'll be okay. And the pastor says, actually, no, mm-hmm. which is fair. Like, You've just your daughter's been dead for months, and you thought she was a prophet who was actually condemning your whole town, and your whole town was about is basically condemned to hell. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's not okay. <laughs> the way Dean said is always like, "Oh, I've been there. You will eventually be okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's also because it's a statement. It's like Dean has a plan, so he's like. You'll be okay because oh. I'm gonna go make this right. Oh, you're right. No, you ah, uh, yeah, that's it. Goodness yeah. sake. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> as Dean uh, goes to leave the motel room, Sam asks where he's going. He says, "I'm just gonna get some clean bandages out of the trunk," and then he, you hear the engine rev, and Sam runs out of the room. Um, and Sam's like, "Damn it, Dean, Dean." <laughs> it's not quite as impactful as sammy but i think it's just because sammy has just like it's such a such a nickname right (laughs) (laughs) sorry um yeah i can't believe he just drove off wow rude without saying where he was going or anything (laughs) anyway yeah you can do that now you got like tracking on your phone exactly <laughs> yeah, you definitely can <laughs> one of the things that uh, Sam put into Impala is like the anti-tracking like yeah <laughs> so yeah I'm like I feel like this episode kind of almost takes a left turn right for this epilogue Cause you, uh, it, mm-hmm. it, if you I think if you're watching this in real time it kind of comes out of nowhere I know we, we had the recap with Lisa to remind you who she was but she's only been in yes one episode right two two yeah, mm-hmm. two episodes. And it's also like not like she's 
framed as like Dean's great lost love. It's like, oh, they had like a weekend together and like there's a kid that's maybe his. <laughs> so that that was the first episode. The second one is a little bit more leaning towards that. Mm, you're right. It is. Okay, fine. Because of the changelings. Mm-hmm. She knows what they do. And he like apologizes for that, like as to like why he could never have a life with her. Yeah, no, you're right. And I feel like that only changes because she's got Ben in the picture, who's his like maybe child. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Is this all revolving back to Deadbeat Dads? Oh God, I didn't even think about that. Because he, he kind of is one, isn't he? kind of is one he like thinks ben might be maybe his kid and then he just like went on the road because he can't be with them because of hunting so now he's like Mm. maybe i'm a deadbeat dad yeah but i guess the difference is that lisa can like actually provide him with like a normal life because you know he points out there's like a nice house and all that kind of stuff like yeah, like Dean like totally isn't one but like the internalization of that like he's taken that on board yeah yeah, yeah. and now he's trying to undo Mm -hmm. it yeah, that's why he's here. Yep, that's why he's here. I don't think he's like, oh, I'm surrounded by deadbeat dads and I can't be one, so let me go. But then, like, turning around and being like, oh, no, I can't. Like, this little back and forth that they have yeah. isn't really, is about them, really. But then, you know, how how their story concludes makes it so Dean can never be a deadbeat dad because he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember. Well, they don't remember. Well, he, they, they don't remember him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, all I'm saying is this is like 25% Lisa. This is like mostly about Ben. Like, it's, 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 it's. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll have to go into the scene. Um, so, yeah, we see Dean <laughs> driving by himself and he knocks on a door in the daytime and Lisa opens and she's like, Dean. And he said, like, he would have called, but he didn't have her number, so he just turned up. Um, And he's obviously been keeping tabs on her because he knows where she lives, which is fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why, because he explains why he's there, and then he immediately says, like, how's Ben? Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. This this is my thesis. I'm giving it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Ben's at baseball, but Dean's like, well, you know, you moved and it's a really nice house. And um, he says, well, you didn't come here to talk about that. Like, what what do you want? Are you okay? And he says, no, I'm not really. Which is a big admission for Dean. Like, mm-hmm. So he says, like, I have no illusions, okay? I know the life that I live. I know how it's going to end for me. I'm okay with that. But I wanted you to know that when I do picture myself happy, it's with you. And the kid. Um, and Lisa just says, wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, what else do you say to that? Like, I'm trying to imagine them, someone, like, turning up at my door that I hadn't, like, seen in maybe years at this point. It could be months. I don't even know anymore. Be like, <laughs> cool. Like, what else did you say? <laughs> I, yeah, like, thanks. Like, you can come inside and talk about it, but, like, what do I say immediately? Like, all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so Dean's like I mean you don't have to say anything and, and she's, she does say like you know what like, come inside like, let me get you a beer and she says like, I wish I could like, take care of yourself she rightly is like you can't just say that and leave like what is this 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> he almost tried to do the like the dean goodbye to somebody else. <laughs> he literally says, "I love you" to somebody, and then was gonna go sacrifice himself. <laughs> yeah, he did. What a what logic. <laughs> He knows how bad that feels. <laughs> so he's he's come to warn her too, like that things are about to get really bad. But like for her to not worry because he's sorted it. Like he's put them into a, like a protection ring or whatever. Um, <laughs> he said that he's made arrangements for you and like for her and Ben. Um, he said, whatever happens, you're going to be okay. Because the people I'm going to see next. They're not going to get anything from me without agreeing to a few conditions. So he's going to go make a deal. Yeah. And Lisa's like, stop, wait, like, don't do whatever you're thinking of doing. Like, she has no idea what it is, but she can tell from his face that it's bad. Um, mm-hmm. And when he says, I have to, she's like, please just stay an hour. I say bye to Ben. And he's like, there, if I don't. Because he doesn't want to be a deadbeat dad. Get all his hopes up. Yep. But mm-hmm. he's providing for his son by making arrangements. No, I'll leave it there. It's fine. So yeah, they kiss, and <laughs> Dean says, bye, Lisa, and you're right, he does the kiss and dismiss that everyone else does to him, Yep, just without the kissing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yep. I, I don't know what, like, it is a bit, mm. I said I was okay with this. It's a bit left field, like, at the end of the episode. I think the reason it feels odd is because the whole of the episode is in darkness it's at night time and then this bit is in the daytime as well mm-hmm. like it's the hope at the end maybe did it actually happen yeah <laughs> 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 yeah i think you're right it, even though it's daytime it's not like it has the same sort of like supernatural blue tint yeah, it, does, yeah. it doesn't have the orange glow so yeah it happened Fun to, fun to think about that it didn't though. I know, or right? Devastating. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I think now I've realized with my own self that this is all about Dean trying to be a father. I feel as different to me than how I thought when we started recording of him just looking out for Lisa. I don't know. It feels mm-hmm. different now. It feels more. I still like it. It it feels more noble, but I, I I don't doubt that Dean loves Lisa. Like I think he does. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know if he just loves the idea of her rather than her. Like there's a family there for him that he could claim if he if he could, you know. <sighs> yeah, I mean. I guess the the issue with that, right, is that they never get a chance, like, in terms of, like, supernatural, they never actually really get a chance to explore that question, mm. whether it is, like, the, the relationship doesn't fall apart because he doesn't love them mm. and doesn't want to be for them. It falls apart because of Dean's occupation. Yeah. So, but the fact that he never... <laughs> You know, there's way to, there's ways to undo memory loss. Like we know this. Yeah. yeah. Like you literally have you literally have God on your side at the very end of the show, and you don't go back. It, so that's 
and is like she gets for- Lisa, uh, essentially Lisa gets forgotten mm-hmm. yeah she does Lisa does get forgotten I mean I think if we're talking in terms of shipping I think we know why Lisa gets kind of like waylaid if you're gonna look at it that way but yes because Dean doesn't have any relationships after Lisa like not canonically like there, there's mm-hmm. no there's no other women after Lisa not really other nope. than like you know normal flings as we've seen so so far in Supernatural there's mm-hmm. only Lisa and then there's Cass like the in in my opinion so it's <laughs> I don't know but you're right though I'm surprised I'm always surprised they didn't at the end kind of give him Lisa that sounds awful but that's how it would have been it would have been she would have been like mm-hmm. the family would have been a prize at the end congrats you defeated the final boss you get your family um that you always wanted and you know that well the thing is it it would come back to him basically being a deadbeat dad because it would be what nine years at least from the last time or maybe about eight nine years yeah, that I would have last seen them time. yeah and so Ben would be probably late teens maybe even early 20s I'm, I'm not sure how old he's supposed to be and the thing is like Dean reconciles that like problem with dads through Jack anyway which is I, I know we will talk about it which is why him treating Jack so badly at points is a, is bad characterization because yeah actually he would do anything not to be a bad father. Yeah. If anything, he'd be massively overcompensating. Like, <laughs> yeah. Too nice. Like, sure, kid. Like, have ice cream after dinner. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't get a stomachache. I don't know. I, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's the only issue for me is I feel like, I, I do sometimes feel like I don't know if, if he would have been as drawn to Lisa if it wasn't for Ben. Like, I, I can't ever see him going back mm-hmm. to her if it wasn't for Ben. I agree. Yep. So, is that a good enough reason to start a relationship? Sometimes, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am sad that, like, they don't, they couldn't, or they didn't want to explore that relationship more Mm. than they did it also plays into the found family because he doesn't really care if ben is his son or not yeah like absolutely amazing if it is i will still treat him like a son if he isn't exactly yeah like he 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 does you're, you're right he doesn't care whether or not he's his biological son like i feel like he I was thought he felt like that Ben was his son on some kind of like emotional level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah, it plays yes. into that trope perfectly. That like who cares? Mm-hmm. And they would never find out to know if the like fraternity was right or whatever. Like they wouldn't care. Um No. No, exactly. If anything, maybe a dean will come along and be like, Oh, you know, that's not your son. <laughs> like, don't care. Die. <laughs> <laughs> It absolutely, yeah, I don't know. It absolutely sucks. Back to what you were saying, like, right at the beginning. This is setting him up for season six. I must be. I mean, I can't see it as any other way. Or, like, yeah, Kripke was kind of giving him a nice ending. It's like, okay, 
Sam's gone. You know that he was talking to Lisa earlier in the season, so you can imagine that he would live his life and go and be with Lisa. Because mm-hmm. I, I wonder how much have season five changed when they got the green light for season six. I know it's so annoying because obviously they couldn't they couldn't write the ending at season five and then be like, oh. We have to carry on. <laughs> I mean, shows do do that, though. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll kill off all our characters. Oh, crap, we got greenlit. Um, that, that proper... <laughs> Is that what happened with Buffy? You know, when Buffy, like, dies and then she comes back. Did they know they were going to get a new season, or...? Oh, you know, I don't know. I wasn't really up to speed. Like, I didn't really care about that stuff when the show was going on. <laughs> Hey, Buffy nerds, I know you're out there listening to this. Tell us. I want to know that. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, this episode is fine. I, I don't mind it. It's it's taken from the Book of Revelation, like the whole like horror Babylon thing. I think in the Book of Revelation, she gets to ride a big dragon. So like disappointed that didn't happen. This is true. But, like... I'd like to see that. If someone's going to go around and like call me the like horror Babylon, like I feel like I should get to ride a dragon. I agree. <laughs> Take that as you no, want. I was going to say something else to that, but I'm not going to say that. I'm going to take that out. <laughs> uh, so, um, next week, we are at the point of no return. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, that's a funny episode name considering there's four more episodes, or three more episodes after that one, but okay. We'll just, we'll let that that slide. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be good. Yeah. The only reason why I kind of remember what kind of happens is because of, I have IMDb up with the information. Hey. Because Adam's back. No, I don't remember it. Don't remember it. At all, at all. So um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the other weird thing for me is that Michael Shanks is in this episode, and he like has two lines. That's so basically clear, and he literally lights some people on fire. Like, yes. I guess if no did. one knows, I mean, surely people who watch Supernatural watch Stargate. We're on the same demographic. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Though, so I've I've watched Stargate. Uh, Atlantis, but like I didn't remember him. <laughs> God, I just have such a thing for like Dr. Daniel Jackson. Like I don't know, I think it's the round glasses. There's something. <laughs> I don't know. Love a man who can read hieroglyphics. <laughs> nice. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I just think it's really weird that he's in this in this episode and he's like not I, I thought he would have like been the pastor. Like just Acting credentials wise, yeah, he clear he feels mm-hmm. like a cameo. So like, I thought they would have put him in a <laughs> a more speaky. I don't know. Maybe it was a like a misdirect. Like they Ooh. thought, oh yeah, he's he he's gonna be the bad guy. That's true. It's like that time I was watching. Um, oh my gosh, what was it? Some crime program, Criminal Minds. I think it was Criminal Minds. And one of the people oh, they okay. were investigating was um, DJ Calls. I can't never say his second name. And well, I was like, well, he's the, he's the killer, then, isn't he? And I was right. 
<laughs> it's always the person yes, you I remember that episode, actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah, it's, it's a good thing. It's fun. It's in this episode. He's also wearing glasses in this episode, so maybe that's just his thing. So I'm definitely looking forward to next week. Should be good. We will see Adam again. And then he can be forgotten for <laughs> 90, 10 reasons. <laughs> <laughs> So, at the end of the episode, we'd like to thank the Pixel Gore for his amazing logo art. And if you'd like to get it on a uh, mug, you can on our Redbubble store. And if you want to come talk to us about this episode or any of the episodes, we're all over social media. Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube. Um, We are Escaping Purgatory Podcast or Escaping Podcast on Twitter. Righto. So this week we stopped at a small town um, and knocked on the door of a long lost love. Who knows where it's going to go. Um, and next week we can find our way out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>